this the podcast where we talk a lot about oh my god, I can't even talk. Circling stuff. Circling stuff. Circling things. <laughs> <laughs> we circle, we Cersei, and we circle Cersei. Deep. <laughs> Hey, I'm Rose. <laughs> I'm Kelsey. And I'm Gloria. And this is Circling Cersei, the podcast where we talk about a lot of stuff about Cersei. <laughs> <laughs> I need to like workshop keep, this. I just think we just keep that tagline. We talk about a lot of stuff. We talk about a lot of stuff. That's it. Things and, and a little stop. bit about the book. Yeah. And a little bit about the book. Yeah. Let's do the Cersei in the garbage disposal. Ding 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 ding. That is a niche joke. If you guys get if you know the fork in the garbage disposal joke, man, you are oh yeah, are my you are in our club. Let me tell you, I dropped my contact. Found it. Oh no, Kiki. Ding 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 ding. Some old vintage YouTube. I remember when YouTube was not a thing and I would watch like the first viral videos with you. You always like had the goods. I'd come over to your place and you'd be like, let's watch this video. And it would be like milk and cereal. Like there was a bunch of videos of a bunch of college guys in like Massachusetts jumping into bushes and being stupid. Uh I just remember watching these with you. And E-bombs world, man. That was yes, the OG, that's what it that was. was E-bombs world. E-bombs yes. world. Those, and they had flash flash animation videos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That was the good old days. <laughs> I will say that I got my daughter to start singing the milk and cereal song the other day because she's been having oh, a lot a of good milk one. and cereal. Milk and cereal. Uh, Grandma yeah. needs a brand muffin. Grandma gets a brand muffin. <laughs> it's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> What's funny I mean, too is that stuff like that tends to come back into into like comedy somehow because I remember Family Guy having like a uh peanut butter jelly, peanut butter jelly like joke yeah. at one point, which was also like a flash cartoon thing. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. About ice That's cream and cake one. and cake. Ice cream and yeah, cake. Yeah, exactly. That was like a huge national commercial. I actually yeah. have that on my running playlist. <laughs> Oh really? <laughs> yeah. It's like what it's I can eat after I'm messaging. Done. <laughs> like if you know ice cream and cake, you can eat as much as you want. If you go running, if you make it through this there run, <laughs> but it's also yeah. a really good beat for running. Hmm. <laughs> All right, let's dive right into chapter ten. Chapter Gloria, what, ten. What hell? What happened? Oh boy! Gloria, what the hell happened? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna tell you. So this is the longest chapter so far, I think. I counted, and it's 18 pages-ish. Front end. Scandalous. Scandalous. So buckle up is all I have to say. (laughs) That's me. Uh, So our team made it through or made it past Scylla. So our team now books it to Crete, the island of Crete, just to see what issues Pacifay is having that she would stoop to calling her outcast sister for help. So <laughs> Daedalus and Cersei are hustled off the ship. Uh, who? Who? I'm sorry, who? Daedalus? Yes, that's correct. Let's just take a moment and appreciate Daedalus. Mm. How Daedalus and how I remember a while is. back we were talking about like types, and I guess we found Kelsey's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sorry, continue. Continue, no. continue. 
Um, so mythological, shut up, bitch. <laughs> uh, fake, not real. Not, not real men, men. Too perfect. Imaginary men who don't exist. That's your type. Yep. <laughs> It's it's accurate. <laughs> um, I mean, it's accurate for a lot of us. I mean, let's be real. Yes, yeah. definitely. Um, so Big D and Cersei. <laughs> hey, only I can call him that, Gloria. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't know you were exclusive. <laughs> Um, I feel like he has like not big D energy, but he does. I don't, we need to find a new, like, it's like the guy who is just, he's hot and awesome. And he's so like humble. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What is that? What is that energy? It's like the opposite of bro truck energy. <laughs> yeah. Bro it's truck? Like, I, know, I know what I have, so I don't need to flaunt anything. Toyota Corolla energy. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't do him like that rose come no, on no he would Beatles. never he's not a Toyota he would, Corolla guy. He would have a vintage truck or something yeah he'd have you know? like you know something he's like a vintage truck energy a vintage jeep energy or something like that he like rebuilt from the like the yeah. wheels up yeah like yeah. Like his dad's old muscle car, something like right? that. Right? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Something that mm-hmm. has sentimental value, but is still. Yeah. I can't yeah. believe you just called him a Toyota Corolla, man. I, I can't <laughs> believe this, Rose. Unforgivable. We're over. <laughs> did you say you were going to punch so, him in the throat? Uh-huh. <laughs> I did. Did you hear me say that under my breath? Yeah. <laughs> Stupid bitch. <laughs> so, Rose is not in this podcast anymore. I'm just like silent for the rest. Like, what happened to Rose? I'm Kelsey. That's Gloria. And no one else is in this podcast. (laughs) Her throat got damaged. Never mention Toyota Corolla again, or we will punch you in the throat. And I'm like, I can't talk anymore. Okay, so so Daedalus and Cersei are hustled off the ship and shuttled straight to her highness, who was in a hive-like palace with lots of little rooms and I don't know. It was built like a beehive. So Daedalus tries to apologize for what Cersei will find behind Pasiphae's door, like when they're standing there. Uh, but they're interrupted by Queen Pasiphae herself. Uh, like Rose, she was gorgeous even in labor. <laughs> oh. oh. And I don't know that for a fact, but I I imagine so. <laughs> it's not true. It's not true. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but thank so, you. You're so kind. You're welcome. And like, and like Rose, wasn't she like gripping the person's arm so tight she drew blood? <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, that's in here. Yeah, we'll get. Yeah, yeah. There are purple um, like bruises. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, at Lake Sisters, do uh, they fought? And they are fighting about whose fault the dead sailors were. Um, and how Cersei's sister had purposely put her back in Scylla's path because she was like, oh, well, I thought Scylla should have had her chance at you, you know? <laughs> um, so she actually, I'm, I'm though, sorry, actually, but they're Pacifate, fighting. She's what? such a bitch. Pacifate is being such, such a, bitch. a bitch here. Yeah. I was like, she, I yeah. want to punch her. I don't yeah. care that she's pregnant. I want to punch her in her face, right. in mm-hmm. her throat. She's, it's like people are like, well, she's pregnant. I'm like, no, that. That doesn't have anything to do with it. No. She's just no like that no matter what. She's just a yeah. bitch. <laughs> so Pasiphae actually slips in a compliment that she was glad that she called her sister instead of Aedes. So that's a big wow. 
because if mm-hmm. you remember, she says like, oh, I knew I was right to call you because she talks about how they made it back safely and not had didn't lose any men. And mm-hmm. so she's like, wow, I guess I made the right choice in siblings to exploit. So Pasiphae has another contraction at this time. And she's ripping into this poor handmaiden's arm like Kelsey was talking about. (laughs) So um, to spare the help and also because she sees the show is starting to get on the road, Cersei sends everyone but Daedalus out of the room. Like we see in the movies and hear from our friends, Pasiphae demands a C-section and the good drugs. Um, so um give me the drugs yeah but actually i think she asked for the weaker drugs because she wanted to be awake because i think the other ones were just going to make her pass out and she was she knew that there was something inside Mm. her that she was gonna have to protect so i think she actually asked for weaker drugs but she specified which drugs she wanted which a lot of she wanted the one the one for pain not the one to put her to sleep yeah right there you go thanks kelsey i was struggling (laughs) following along um (laughs) So I'm cheating. (laughs) So um, also at this point, she says the baby hasn't moved in days, lady. That's usually not a good sign. (laughs) You should have called someone sooner. Um, So Daedalus actually is kind of a hot doctor and he performs a C-section. And so Pasiphae takes this time to remind him of whatever she has over him. So what is it? Like what? I'm getting antsy. Mm -hmm. What is it already Mm -hmm. that would make him put on his doctor scrubs and perform a C-section. <laughs> um, but she reminds oh, him because she's basically... Now he's like, in uniform. He's even hotter now. Ooh, oh, I yeah. A sailor doctor. Um, hey. But she's like, <laughs> basically she's taking the opportunity to be like, don't try anything. Like, don't try to kill me or kill the baby because, well, first of all, I'm a god. I can't be killed. And second of all, like, I have something over you, so don't try any funny business. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first thing we see when he makes the incision, this is a very graphic chapter, too. So if mm-hmm. you're, like, sensitive to any of that, just Squeamish. beware. So we see a mix of red and gold blood right away, which means, uh-oh, this baby is not a full deity. Um, and P.S., even her blood, which is everywhere at this point, smells like ambrosia, apparently. Um, so that must yeah. be nice. What does her uh, shit smell like? <laughs> Chocolate. Walnut. 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 Yeah, get if it. If you right, don't Rosa, get it, listen. Not a lisp. <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't get it, you didn't listen to last week's episode. So how you better go back. And first of all, how dare called you? Called out. Yeah. <laughs> you don't deserve this episode. Go back. So Pasiphae orders Cersei to reach in and get the baby, which, ew. Um, and Ugh. vagina dentata. Vagina dentata. <laughs> it's not technically vagina dentata because it's a C-section, but she is bitten by the quote-unquote baby. But still, so I all, mean, kill like, it, kill it, kill it, if, kill it, kill it. But then, right? her, uh, then Pasiphae is like, "No, my baby, <laughs> <laughs> my no, baby, my baby." Um, so Cersei's like, relax, I'm just cutting the cord on this little miracle. (laughs) Um, Little miracle. (laughs) Just bit two of my fingers off. Right? Yeah. Two and a half of my fingers are just gone. Yeah. Yeah. And she's, it's like, what does she say? There's in a... Little miracle. (laughs) In Hocus Pocus, she says something... 
Bette Midler says something and she like swallows and then says it. And that's how I picture her saying miracle. She's like this little miracle. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So then uh, Daedalus brings a blanket to swaddle it. And this isn't like a little tiny flake of blanket. Like they usually bring babies, newborn babies. This is a full on bedspread. It sounds like uh, that they have to wrap this thing up in, which by the way, get Cersei into MMA or wrestling right now because she pins this thing down like a pro. Yeah, by his and, neck too. <laughs> yeah, apparently it's really strong, but and it's like heels are beating on the floor, which we find out later are actually hooves. Hooves. Um, so, so Daedalus brings in the blanket to swaddle it, um, and then they kind of tag team it, and Daedalus wraps it up. And so he says, uh, this is good for now, but we're going to need a bigger boat. I mean, cage. <laughs> but that's that's the vibe in the room is like, uh, we're going to need something else because there's a monster here. Um, yeah. So he goes to get a cage. Problem is, cage is full of finches and the little dude eats them all. Okay. Aww. Uh, I know. I felt snacks. like this baby's this first hole. finch. <laughs> Baby's first fresh finch. Aww. Crunch. I just I love how it was like the finches were in there because it's kind of like tangled in the blanket or they throw like another blanket on top of it. So you can't like yeah. see it, but it's like the finches went quiet and we heard crunching or something. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> whoops. <laughs> um, Sorry. Okay. So that's happening. So they have the thing contained. So Pacifay is like, hello, can you maybe sew me up? Because um, I have this gaping <laughs> wound. <laughs> I'm bleeding here. I'm, I'm bleeding. <laughs> I'm bleeding. <laughs> and um, so she's like, so Cersei says, not till you tell me who the daddy is. At this point, I was like, Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. <laughs> um, you are not note, the father. You are not the father. Oh, that's Maury. Side note, yeah, that's Maury. <laughs> so, side note, I wonder if she would have eventually healed because do gods have a point at which they become irreparable? I just thought about that. Like, if she had refused to sew her up, would her wound just have healed mm-hmm. in, like, two weeks or something? Because if Cersei's doesn't fingers she... can regenerate, then... Doesn't she say, like, doesn't Cersei say, like, tell me or I'll just let you sit here and bleed out? Yeah. So like, that's what I was wondering. Sin- yeah, doesn't that insinuate? So, like- yeah, it does. I feel like I felt the same way. Like there was like, you know, that there has to be some line like gods are like almost but immortal, but not really. Right. Yeah. Or maybe it's because she was connected to this mortal baby and that weakened her is what I was thinking. Hmm. That somehow it changed her chemistry. And so now she she can die if she bleeds too much or whatever. I don't know. Anyway, food for thought. So Pacifay goes, well, Daedalus, tell her whose fault this wo- this little abomination is. And he says, it's my fault. And then he goes into this very twisted story of a white bull that was gifted to Minos. So apparently Pacifay wanted to see it close up, this bull. So Daedalus built her a Trojan cow of sorts. <laughs> But oh, if they actually had a Trojan because she banged the cow, basically. 
she uses a more extreme word, which I won't repeat, but I do think it needed to be in the book because it kind of gives you that like, oh, damn, reaction. <laughs> like, what do you want? Sew me up. You heard yeah. the truth. Now sew me up. <laughs> so we bang. Um, I just want bang, bang, bang. Um, so she used, yeah, she used that word. Um and it's interesting because here we thought Helios was the only bovine banger in the family. Uh, passed down. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, there's some weird stories about gods and cows. That's all. <laughs> I want to share too. Remember the the Greek children's book or the children's book of Greek myths that I talked about yes. several episodes ago. So this yes. this little story is in there. Not quite oh. as graphic as Pasiphae tells it, but I did want to share. The little illustration, and we'll put this on our social media. But <clears throat> here's the illustration of our dear friend uh, Pasiphae and her Trojan cow. And look at their expressions. They're like, <laughs> <laughs> she's like, peekaboo. Hello, it's me. In this children's book, it doesn't, you know, obviously it's not that graphic. It doesn't say that. But it says, to punish the king and queen, Poseidon caused Pasiphae to give birth to a monster, the Minotaur. Mm. he was half man half bull and ate nothing but human flesh mm-hmm. so we don't get the the full story about how the minotaur came to be mm-hmm. but also it ate human flesh good night like in a kid's book <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> sleep well this was kelsey's childhood everybody mm-hmm. <laughs> Just kidding. this is why i hit barbies with a bat in a pool and asked them to swim. <laughs> demanded that they swim swim <laughs> um okay so we find out why pacifay is so obsessed with this minotaur and kelsey confirmed that's what it is right um and it's not because she's its mom but it's because zeus loves his crazy creatures and she wants to be in his favor so we'll find out more about that later so cersei even thinks it may be guarded by a god or may curse anyone who tries to hurt it so um, Cersei and Daedalus kind of bond over the whole, I created a monster thing. Um, and I am I thought to myself, like, oh, is that basically what parenthood is? <laughs> it's like, oh, we, both <laughs> oh, we created this monster, monster together. Little monster. <laughs> Pretty um, much. As a toddler mom, when yes. I, <laughs> when I said I created a monster, um, I thought of Eminem and Slim Shady. I created a monster. <laughs> Nobody wants to see Marshall no more. Um, so okay so they have a bonding moment Uh, Cersei goes looking for something to at least tame this beast since it can't be killed without consequences apparently Um, and she realizes that her sister is half the witch she is because she there's an interesting line where she says something like my sister might be twice the goddess I am but I'm twice the witch she is because she sees her her work room I guess Um, and it's just like dried up flowers and herbs and stuff. So it's like she tried to be like do some like half-assed collection. Some, what is it called? Um, I want to say Klarna, but that's a weird commercial <laughs> for payment <Klarna>. plans. <laughs> oh, uh, la- it's the word. It's like Latika. <laughs> Latika. Farmaca. That's what it is. Farmaca. 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 Um. <laughs> So since her sister doesn't have anything that she can use in her workroom, it's all dried up, she decides to go to Mount Dicti, where only sacred goats and the god... 
I'm sorry, where? Goddess Dicti. Mount Dicti. <laughs> Dicti. Got it. She mounted the Dicti. Dicti. Yes. She mounted, she mounted. Mount Dicti. Dicti. Um, I can't make this up, folks. So they're <laughs> only sacred goats and Artemis, who's I think the goddess of war or no goddess of hunting, right? Yeah, hunting. I, I think. believe. Yeah. Um, and so there are no animals there because probably she will hunt them. So it's just the sacred goats. <laughs> so she, so Cersei feels safe going there because she's like, oh, there's no animals because Artemis is there. So I can just kind of explore here. Um, so there are some great herbs, including dittany which I think was in Harry Potter, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, probably, yeah. I don't Isn't remember it how, how. They fi- how they fixed the splinching? Yes, yes. sense of mm-hmm. dittany, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, so powerful. Good uh, job, and- Kelsey, with the last book you read. Hey, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> hey, fuck <Splinching>. you. <laughs> Love you too. <laughs> and what of it? <laughs> You know it well. That's all I'm saying. You read you read it well. You know? You paid yeah. attention. Yes. <laughs> it makes sense um, because she uses that to heal her hand with. So yeah, Ron's splinching and her chewed off fingers probably did the trick. Mm-hmm. Um, so she takes a bath in this body of water and she realizes, she just like remembers out of nowhere that she may have the gift of prophecy. So she looks at the water and she says, show me, which is also very Harry Potter-ish, <laughs> like the uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. the pensive. So she sees she does have a vision, uh, a pro- prophetic vision, I guess. She sees an adult minotaur fighting an adult man. So she knows that they can't kill it yet. So then after that, so because he has to fulfill his destiny and such. So she meets her niece, Ariadne, who is a talented dancer. And the model for the figure carved into the ship's prow, which is interesting. Um, so this is when she's walking back. I kind of skipped ahead. But so after her bath and after she vis- has this prophetic vision, she's walking back to the palace. And that's where she meets Ariadne into this in this clearing where Ariadne is just dancing. Um, so she asks her to take her to Daedalus, which she does. And Ariadne's um, her niece, right? Isn't that what we find out? Yeah. yeah. It's Pasiphae and is it Minos's daughter? Mm-hmm. Minos. Yes. Cersei tells Daedalus what she found out about the prophecy. So Daedalus is like, great, I'm babysitting for the next 18 years, basically. <laughs> um, and so the spell that Cersei does basically suppresses the Minotaur's appetite through three seasons, which sounds to me like the newest fad diet. So can we get that recipe? Because that potion would probably sell like hotcakes, right. which you're probably not allowed to have on the diet. Um, I'm very <laughs> anti-diet, by the way. So this but is only all at the harvest that. time, you know? That's when you just, yeah. you know, binge. And then, yeah, binge at the harvest time, which is very healthy, and then just gain it all back. Yeah. Um, so it will need to feed at harvest time. So she's like, this is the best I can do because <laughs> I can't kill it and I can't take its appetite completely away. So how about a happy medium? Ariadne talks to Cersei about her half-brother, quote-unquote, um, and we're introduced to Minos, who wants the bastard killed, of course. Kill so, the bastard. <laughs> kill the beast. Kill yes. the beast. Minos and Pasiphae bicker. 
and Pasiphae calls him out on his many mistresses, all of whom she apparently caused to die in the middle of the act of cheating. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so I'm wondering where her episode of Snapped is, but anyway. Um, <laughs> I'd watch it. <laughs> me too. It's intriguing. <laughs> so, by the way, um, Ariadne knows all about her mom and the bull. Um, and they're having this argument about her father's mistresses in front of her. So gold star for parenting, you two. Nice job. Um, yeah, great job. Doing great. So this is where Cersei thinks about how all of Pasiphae's siblings have gotten attention for one reason or the other, good or bad. And Pasiphae needs her turn in the spotlight again. Uh, she's mm-hmm. getting kind of jealous. She's like, everybody's forgotten about me. I haven't done anything sensational lately. She also needs to stay powerful among all of these other rising kingdoms because when she got married, Crete was like the place to be, the richest kingdom and everything. And now there are all these other ones rising up kind of around them. So she's trying to keep their standing. So she's like, oh, this will help with that as well. Um, So this is where the fighting between the two parents of Ariadne gets even worse and more graphic and ugly. And so Cersei takes Ariadne and leaves um, and so they spend a little bit of quality time together because Ariadne very sweetly asks her if she can stay for a little oh. longer. My heart broke and, when that, and she did I that. Know. I know. Me too. Um, so Cersei gets very worried about how innocent and happy Ariadne is because she knows that her sister just likes to destroy anything mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. yeah. so she wants to warn her that that's the type of thing that her mother hates so to be careful uh, that she doesn't a- attract her wrath but she decides to let her just enjoy being herself for the moment and that's how it ends yeah yeah what a, a lot happened in this chapter yes. <laughs> it a was lot. a roller coaster uh-huh um i had a couple of notes one is that it's funny to me that Pasiphae doesn't like Minos's tastes in jewelry because <laughs> he gave her a <laughs> necklace and she basically never wears it. And then my seriously Cersei moment is seriously Cersei, he ate your fingers. Like I can't believe that. <laughs> like good or bad moment towards Cersei. It's just like seriously Cersei, I couldn't believe that he ate her fingers. And then like, it was like he- the worst. It was just like describing how he actually was eating them. Like I know, like the crunch them. and and then it was like the worst because she like he was still inside yeah. Pasiphae. Oh, yeah. And it was like and then I don't know why, like that whole even reading it for the second time, like it still shocked me when it was like I felt it and I was like, Oh yeah, there's the baby and then it was like crunch and it's like, <laughs> Oh, it's got teeth and I was like, It has teeth? It yeah. has teeth? Oh no. <laughs> uh, yeah. Ugh. It made me laugh though when uh, it finished, like they finish with the birth, and Cersei looks at, uh, or or um, Pasiphae's like, "You didn't hurt it, did you?" And Cersei looks at her, and she's like, "Are you mad at trying to eat my hand?" <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hurt it. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, then I had some candle ideas. See if you're with me on any of these. One of them I can is only in- imagine from this chapter. <laughs> I know. I just had to. Um, one of them is ambrosia blood. So it's kind of like a, oh, like yeah. a sweet metallic 
kind of smell. I was I right know. there. I had that in my notes too. It was like the or like in my head, I was like that that scene where she talks about the smell of the like sweet but bloody like mixed. I was like that would be a good candle, mm-hmm. and you could do like some kind of metallic like. Ugh. <laughs> yeah, but, like yeah. like a richness, like a. It just reminds me of vampire for some reason. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like blood with perfume or something. Yeah. Um, and then the other one is frankincense, violets, and firewood, a.k.a. stench be gone. <laughs> because that's what they use to make it smell a little better um, after the horrific birth with blood everywhere. Oh, gosh. Yeah. If you're squeamish, this chapter is a lot. Mm-hmm. Just the it's way. It's very vivid. Like, yeah. It is. Yeah. Like you just feel like you are like knee deep in all of that. It's woo, <laughs> chills. <laughs> there was shows. another part that I, I I laughed at too was when um and it was like a funny line in it like a not very like a not very funny scene like it's a a sad scene when you think about like the the, the gravity of it but it's when Cersei goes in to see um Minos and Pasiphae and they're like fighting in front of her and Ariadne Minos is saying like I want this thing killed and Pasiphae is like absolutely not you're out of your goddamn mind um and she tells them well it doesn't really matter what you guys want it can't be killed anyways not now it it has a destiny like far in the future that she's seen in the lake you know Mm -hmm. and (laughs) Pasiphae goes a destiny oh tell us what it is does it escape and eat someone (laughs) that we know yeah (laughs) that the drama yeah. Right? It's so funny. I feel like this chapter really solidifies like who Pacifate is. Like, I don't know why. I mean, I knew who like who she was and and you saw like kind of one dimension of her being like this mean older sister. But it's like again, like someone you kind of love to hate. Like mm-hmm. she's just so cheeky and like so especially this whole scene with Minos or however you say his name. Like she is just like you actually are kind of pleased with how like just like I don't even know what the word would be like she's just like so not even like witty but she's just not even like bitchy it's like bitchy and witty at the same time catty (laughs) catty yeah so she's like so catty and like she's like watching an episode of Real Housewives right well I feel like she's so cynical she's so catty and cynical and you're just like oh shoot like you kind of want to be her friend (laughs) like not really (laughs) but you like just are like oh my gosh you're like catty and so ridiculous right now i kind of love it i kind of love to watch it you love to hate her yes she's entertaining i'll give her that yeah Mm -hmm. she is and like without saying too much i think especially i was really looking forward to like reading the next chapter with you guys because i think that you just find out a little bit more and it really makes you start to like question things and i just love how things unfold in this book so we'll find out more in the next chapter (laughs) Um, it's really good stuff. A piece too that stuck with me was like Cersei thinking about all of this when she's witnessing the fight with her and Minos and she's like realizing that, you know, she had never seen true emotion on Pacifae ever, you know, or, or like when's the last time I ever saw her with true emotion. She recalls the moment when she was giving birth to the Minotaur and she had cried out and said, you know, don't kill the Minotaur, like don't kill him. He must live. And so Cersei's wondering in this chapter, you know, why? Why is Pacifae so concerned with keeping this creature alive? It must how serve her in some way. There must be some underlying yeah. reason why Pacifae wants to keep this creature alive. 
God forbid it's love, right? It's like yeah, yeah there's no way that. it can be love. That's as Cersei thinks. So what is the yeah. reason? Yeah, yeah. And I will see. I will say that I think like the Minotaur is kind of our Greek of the week this week. If we wanted to do, if we wanted to talk about, yeah, him. Greek of the I guess. week. Greek of the week. Greek of the week. <laughs> So I did look up a little bit about the Minotaur and I thought like it was enough to explain like a little bit about the Greek myth behind it, mm-hmm. um, which is that, okay, is it Minos? It's Minos, like Kelsey was Minos. saying. Minos. Okay. It's I like just said Minos. that because of Minotaur. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Min- yeah. Minos. Yeah. So it's like Minos, Minos prayed- like the fish, but Minos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Minos. So Minos prayed to the to Poseidon to send him a snow white bull as a sign of the God's favor. And he was supposed to sacrifice this bull to honor Poseidon, but um, it was like so beautiful. He decided to keep it, and then he was like, "All you know, like he'll never know that I used a different cow and sacrificed that." And of course, Poseidon's like, "Uh, "I'm not dumb." So to punish Minos, Poseidon apparently made Pasiphae fall in love with the bull, and then she had the you know Daedalus fashion that hollow wooden cow and then she climbed into like you know mate with the bull and then the minotaur was like kind of the result of that and then i guess in the original legend pasiphae nurses the minotaur but he grew too big and became too ferocious so that's when they like tried to figure out what to do um with it because it had no natural source of nourishment and thus devoured humans for substance Mm. but I will also say it really pissed me off that she blamed Daedalus for this. It was not his fault. Yeah, she it made him. Me off too. She yeah. made him like oh talk about like passing the blame. Listen, you entitled buck. bitch. Right? I was just yeah. like, no, it was not his fault in any way. You asked him to do this, and you're the one who like got down with the ball. Like, how is this Daedalus's fault because he actually like listened to you and gave you what you wanted? I, I don't know. It really ticked me off. I was like, uh, yeah. no. Yeah. I was like, explain how it's his fault again because I'm yeah. confused. <laughs> and well, we I, know too that inter- he has something oh, – sorry, that, that she has something over him is all I was going to say is that, yeah, you know, so he's going to agree to whatever because there's that, that th- blame threat. There are that, that yeah. threat So he's going to agree that it's his fault even yeah. though I'm pretty sure he knows it's not his fault either. Yeah. Yeah. So – and for a second, Maybe I thought I'll that do. that was it. I thought that was what he, what she had over him was that it was his fault that this thing was like the secret kid was born. But then I was like, oh, no, that can't be it. <laughs> um, because like you were saying, like that's part of it that she was holding it over him to get him to do yeah. that for her back then. Yeah. So that couldn't be it. And yeah. it's interesting, too, that, that uh, Minos isn't blameless in this that he pissed off the gods and it's basically his fault so mm-hmm. i feel like it kind of intensifies his anger that this kid is here <laughs> it's funny because i'm calling it a kid and i'm like it's not a half goat it's not a satyr it's a minotaur <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. i yeah i will say there is more to the minotaur story but i think we get into that in the next chapter so we'll talk about the rest of it next time <laughs> i feel like we all know a pacifé you know we all know like oh yeah who's more drama than they're worth and mm-hmm. you'd rather be in their good graces than on the other side of it well, and you just and don't for- want to mess with it and god forbid they ever do anything wrong and apologize mm-hmm. like you know even like the way she's fighting with um minos and everything you know he's like 
she's like, oh, you killed all these young girls. And he's like, well, you did. Like, I didn't do it. You made a potion so that I would kill them, you know. And, like, it's just so interesting that she – and, like, even the stuff with the Minotaur and Daedalus, like, she blames that on him. But really it's her fault. Like, it's nobody else's fault but hers. Yeah. Nothing is ever her fault. Yeah, nothing is ever – we all know someone who's – nothing is ever their fault. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's been so many times where, like, not that, that this person has been, like, a good friend of mine, but you've ever been out or, like, I feel like it's always that drunk girl in the bathroom who's, like, telling you a story and you're like, dude, <laughs> you are so – she'll be like, and then I, like, kiss my friend's boyfriend, but, like, she just, like, won't forgive me and i and i'm like oh yeah what a bitch like <laughs> you know just, yeah just like that you're like um can you wipe and it. get out of here i have to pee i know <laughs> there's another really cool passage that i just want to read really quickly because it just was so lovely when she sees ariadne dancing in the little dancing circle that mm-hmm. daedalus has built for her Uh, She says, I watched her dance, arms curving like wings, her strong young legs in love with their own motion. This was how mortals found fame, I thought, through patience and diligence, tending their skills like gardens until they glowed beneath the sun. But gods are born of ichor and nectar, their excellences already bursting from their fingertips. So they find their fame by proving what they can mar, destroying cities, starting wars, breeding plagues and monsters. All that smoke and savor rising so delicately from our altars, it leaves only ash behind. Damn. I thought that was so, so good. And like, yeah, it's right at the very end of the chapter. And I was like, oh, like just another like <laughs> suck in the stomach of right. like, what a way to end it. I know. Just really powerful. And I cor- there's two words I had to look up that I wanted to mention too that sound similar and have nothing to do with each other. One of them mm. is Icor and one of them is ochre. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Icor is the fluid that flows like blood in the veins of the gods. So it's just like, you know, their blood. And then ochre is, yeah, ochre is an earthly an earthy pigment containing ferric oxide, mm. which is yellow to brown or red. Oh. So it's like a yellowy kind of light brown color. Like a mustard. Yeah, yeah. a little bit darker. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that those, those were the two words that I had to look up and they sound so similar right. <laughs> and have You're nothing like, to do with what? each other. <laughs> yeah. Well, technically, Ichor is the blood of the gods and it's golden. So it is a similar, like a yellow. It's in the, oh. Right? Maybe there's something there. Maybe I'm just fishing. Could be. <laughs> could be. But could be. Could be. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is another like heavy chapter. I know. Mm-hmm. I feel like we should Lots talk about themes. <laughs> Lots of themes. Lots of themes. I like how she was like, you and your whores. And he's like, you banged a, a bull. <laughs> 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 like, I don't think. <laughs> you can't talk. You don't have room to I talk. feel like Minos and Pacifei would have a show on Bravo or like TLC oh, or yes. something. Oh, my God. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> they remind me of like a, you know, like a May-December romance, like a trophy wife. Yeah, he's like, she was supposed to be this gift, and you should hear some of the things that she's done to me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and she's like, oh well, just like giving away their money because like she talks about the sailors, <laughs> and she's like, oh boohoo, like I already have gold set aside for the sailors who died or whatever. Yeah, and um, so she's just throwing that money out there, like, uh, oh, money 
solves everything. Mm-hmm. And so I, um, it just reminded me of like a, a bad reality TV show. Right. <laughs> like the woman married the much older man, but she's like resentful. Even it though also she's got kinda, everything she ever wanted. It also kind of reminded me of like, you know, like the popular or like the beautiful people in high school or even like in your life who like you think they have the perfect life and then it's like actually you pull the curtain and it's it's not so great. Like, you know, I think that um Cersei kind of sees Pasiphae as this like beautiful goddess who like deserves the world and like has this beautiful wife and all these wife beautiful life and and all these children <laughs> but like her life is super jacked up <laughs> and yeah. I feel like you're like realizing like it's not that exciting and actually like the whole like I I yeah thing is way more chill <laughs> yeah. and mm-hmm. sounds like a, a lot less drama and a lot more fun <laughs> than Definitely. dealing with all of that so yeah. I I was going to say I do love the the point where her sister says that like cynical like, you know, the gods love a, a beast, a monster. And she's like, have you talked to Hermes? And she's like, what? What does he have to do with this? Like, <laughs> <laughs> But he would have totally like he would have said or has said something really similar. So, you know, it's pretty common knowledge, you know, that that's what the gods love. She knows their she knows her audience, right? Right. I think they love like the chaos without being the ones to bring it. You know, they're like, yeah. oh, we're finally not the bad guys. It's, it's, <laughs> it comes from a place of entertainment, I think, you know, where they're just like, mm-hmm. oh, cool, destruction. And I don't have to lift a finger, but I can be entertained and I don't have to feel mm-hmm. bad if that's even in my repertoire, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's pretty sad I mean, when your life is so boring that you like and like so sad and you're so starved for attention you like sleep with a bull (laughs) 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 i was like why not (laughs) well that's another episode that's it that's all we wrote that's all madeline miller wrote that's it really (laughs) truly the book's over book's over (laughs) well i did read the end so (laughs) i know kelsey knows (laughs) bye (laughs) bye I know. I'm like, we need to write like outros and intros. We need like a, we a need... fun outro. Yeah. So Good night, Jim Bob. Good night, Ashley. Good night, so and so. Good night. Good night, Mortimer. Milky. Good night, Pretty. Good night, Pretty. Good night, Milky. Good night, darling. Good night, lovely girl. Lovely girl. And good night to Rufus Johnson. Rufus Johnson. <laughs> CPOV CertainPOV.com